Alright guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome back to Head, Head and Heart 1313. 13. Hey guys, what's up? Hey guys, we hope your week is off to a great start. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time this recording hits, it will be Friday. So hey. definitely happy weekend to you. Yes. Um, a love-filled weekend since yeah. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's coming up. So guys, if you forgot, here's your cue. Yeah, you need to go grab something. Speaking of, let's just be real and let's just be honest and transparent to everyone mm-hmm. right now. Please do it. So, do we love love? Of course we love love. Right? Love love. I, mean, I love saying love love. Like, right? So, like, we <laughs> enjoy it. Do we celebrate Valentine's Day? Well, whose decision was that? And no, we don't. No, we don't. Hey, I'm not saying it to, like, put you out there. I'm just saying it as, like, hey, I don't really enjoy valentine's day like that so and i am a good husband so i will take her lead and she really doesn't like um celebrating it so i will tell her happy valentine's day and i will try to treat her nicely that day but the lady doesn't like to celebrate it as much as others so that's just us but do not follow our lead gentlemen take care of your wives on this day you know what it is Christmas is in December. That is true. My birthday's in January. That is also true. It's just kind of like... Three months in a row? Yeah, like, I don't want to do anything, like, nothing grandiose. Like, I, like, I will enjoy some candy. Okay. But... Like, Noted. No, yeah. <laughs> Big note, okay? Okay. Um, I'm feeling like gummy bears because they're gluten-free. Okay. Well, we get good gummy bears. <laughs> Albany, shout out to you guys. Oh, the best. They are fantastic. They are absolutely the best. But yeah, no, it's just like too many things in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like, eh, I don't want to really do it. Um, plus, you know, I don't know. It's just so much better. I just enjoy celebrating other things so, so much more. Well, that was a bit much, but we'll continue. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I got loud. <laughs> Um, so we are recording in our basement in our home office and Darren works from home. So that was just like his computer just letting him know, letting him know, like, we're going to shut off now. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, full transparency. I'm not going to stop you for that. We're doing good. <laughs> so then um, what are we talking about today? So as you guys know, we have been on a, uh, a Covenant Kisses series where yeah. we were talking about intimacy and the different types of intimacy. And today we're going upstairs in our minds and we're going to talk about mental and intellectual intimacy today. So very, very important. Mm-hmm. Remember, um, you can go back and listen to the previous podcast where we talked about um, emotional intimacy. Yes. Um, and I talked to you guys and I said that we would kind of get to the ones that we lean towards as we continue on. Well, we've made it to the one one of my tops that I lean towards is um, intellectual intimacy Mm -hmm. or mental intimacy. It's very, very important to me. So like, what is it? Yes. So intellectual intimacy is basically just us being able to comfortably get together and just have the communication to have the beliefs and viewpoints that we want to have without being judged. And just being in a safe environment. So it allows us the freedom to really just, you know, voice our opinions to each other without the fear of being rejected in that, I believe. 
Yeah, and, and like one of the things, um, when I was just doing a little research on it, I, I love how it talks about um, having these conversations in these views and these opinions about different things and then not necessarily needing to agree, mm-hmm. um, but still being able to have a healthy, good conversation. Like we're not having an argument. That right. doesn't count as intellectual intimacy. No. Um, we're talking about um, why I believe Superman is the best superhero. Mm-hmm. That yeah. he <laughs> is better than Batman. Argue amongst yourselves. There's no need to debate me on it. I know the facts. Um, she knows the facts. <laughs> we are a Superman household over here. There's no reluctancy in my voice because Superman is the best. Okay, guys? All right. See, what I'm saying <laughs> is he's being really snarky. And that's fine. Snarky. That's fine because he originally liked Batman. But like I came into this marriage and I am a 49er fan and I am a Laker fan, we are a Superman household. I'll take it. Okay? I'll take it. We're not so, but that, on that. That's what <laughs> it is. Like We can come together and we can discuss things um, and our viewpoints on different things and it just doesn't you know, cause conflict. No. It's like healthy banter and yeah, stuff like that. Absolutely. So, so I think we um also discussed like some of like the four C's of intimacy of, of, of that type of intimacy. Are there, we ready to go there? Yeah, there are so we found that there are four C's uh that come with intellectual intimacy and one of them is communication. Mm-hmm. So um you have to be able to Articulate what it is that you want to say as clearly as possible. Yeah. And that, you know, part of that in that way, because I, I think sometimes when we talk about communication, yeah. we always put it on the person, the communicator, the yeah. one that's speaking, mm-hmm. but it's a two way thing. And it so is. not only is it important for me to be able to speak and say, uh, uh, what I'm trying to uh, what I'm trying to get across clearly. It's also important that you value what it is that I say. Absolutely. That you're not writing it off immediately, or you're not taking it and dismissing it. So right. communication, guys, is not just like me saying the right thing in the right tone. It's also my husband or who mm-hmm. you know your wife hearing what you have to say and valuing it. Absolutely. Absolutely, and exactly right. It's a, when you said it's a two-way thing, it's not just what you're saying when you're communicating to me. It's also how I'm interpreting it. So making sure that my mind is open to whatever you're saying and I don't have any defenses up. So this is a time when you're communicating and it's not me already um, getting my rebuttal together or my response to you together. It's me actively listening to you and listening to what you're saying because I value what you're saying in this particular time. So communication is two-way. It's not just what you're saying. It's also me opening my ears and actively listening to what you're saying as well. Yeah, and and the thing about that is it's not like... um this, we're not talking about like when you're sitting down and getting ready to have a discussion about something that happened or mm-hmm. a situation that occurred. Yeah. This is just us having open conversation. So communication is one of the four C's for intellectual intimacy. What's another one? The, uh, another one is caring. And now in the context that we're talking about caring in, in this is actually, again, being open-minded and open to entertaining new thoughts mm. and new ideas that each one of you bring to the tables because you may not have thought about that mm-hmm. as well. So maybe kind of going back um, to the Superman argument, mm-hmm. you know. So 
real transparency, at one point in my in my life, I thought Superman was lame. I no longer think that because I have a wonderful wife who articulated so well why Superman is awesome and why I should like Superman. And I was really, really fond of Batman. I thought Batman was cool. He had the black suit on, all the gadgets and stuff like that. And then she articulated so well to me that, do you really like Batman or do you really like the city of Gotham? Or do you really like the villains that Batman faces? And I'm like, you know what? That's a fair argument. Batman may not be as cool to me as I thought it was. Maybe it's really Bane and the Joker that I really find cool because that's his antagonist. Maybe it's the Riddler that I really like and not the superhero in and of itself, Batman. And recognizing the purity that Superman did, it actually is. I'm like, okay, I can actually get behind that as well. But that's how she articulated it. And I had to be open to it. And initially I was closed off to it, but I had to open my mind to the idea of maybe he's not lame and maybe Batman isn't as cool as I thought he was. Batman <laughs> is cool in his own right, um, but, yes. you know, he's just not Superman. <laughs> okay. So, yes, caring um, is one of the other uh, one of the other four C's. Yes. And so that's very important that you, you have that because, again, we want to just make sure, as we were talking about in communication, that your thoughts uh, or what it is that you have to say is not immediately rejected. Absolutely. Again, caring is really just your opportunity to really be yourself in that moment as well and allowing your spouse to be that as well when you're talking about caring about each other. Yeah. Now, third one, I think, is a commitment mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. Do you, you want to speak on that or should I speak on that? You speak on it. Okay, so when you're committed to each other and you're committed to your relationship with your husband or with your wife, um, gentlemen, how safe is it? How, how great is it, rather, to know that you're in a safe environment um, and to know that your wife or your husband is committed to you. It allows you now to be vulnerable. It allows you to really be open about how you really think about something. Because again, we're not necessarily getting touchy-touchy, filly-filly with emotions here, mm -hmm. but it's really about my thought process. You may have this crazy, wild idea that you're gonna tell your spouse. But you know because they're committed to you, they'll go with you on this crazy journey that you get ready to take them on. on, on. And it's normally just something funny that you guys may be talking about. But when you're committed to each other, you're safe with being able to articulate the views that you have about something that's maybe new. And that's so true. And so this part is more of the... It's just kind of one of the things that your your mind takes note of. This is one of the mental things. Like, mm -hmm. we're talking about um, mental in intimacy or intellectual intimacy. This isn't really involving conversation. This is just you taking a mental note. Like, my, my husband is committed to me. He's committed to um, our values as a family. He's committed to um, me as a person. And he loves me fully, wholly. Mm -hmm. So I can talk to him and I can speak with him about these things. Yes. And I know that there won't be any judgment nope. and everything. Here's the thing. The thing about intellectual intimacy or mental intimacy, it can kind of it, it kind of also backs you into emotional intimacy. Yeah. It, it backs you into those things. So um, because being able to feel safe. Yeah. And things of that nature that allows for the emotional connection to come and you can build emotional intimacy and mentally holding on to that helps you be able to continue to have these broad range of discussions. Absolutely. I mean, it, com the commitment aspect in and of itself 
is the loyalty aspect that you have to each other. That even if they say something you disagree with, we're loyal to each other. I'm going to let you feel that way. I'm going to let you express that. And you can know that I'm still going to be here because I'm loyal to you and to our relationship. Yeah. And the, the, the last, um, C, <laughs> the last C of intimacy, intellectual intimacy is common values. Yes. And so that kind of like brings uh, closeness in that yeah. way because we share the same thoughts on yes. some things. Mm-hmm. So, so communicating doesn't always just mean we're going to communicate something completely or totally different. Right. Sometimes we're going to be communing, uh, talking about some of the same things absolutely and if we hold the same values or the views same views of some things then we can intellectually discuss these things and we can go back and forth like um there are certain things that uh that i just believe Mm -hmm. about homeschooling yeah yep and you and i now hold the same values Um, because initially you weren't all against it or anything. You just didn't have like a full understanding. Mm-hmm. And, you know, now we're almost eight years in mm-hmm. and you're like, please do this yeah. until they graduate. If you feel like it, Correct. you know, he always leaves it up to me to decide whether or not I want to continue to do it. But his desire is my desire to continue to homeschool Absolutely. all the way to college. And that's just like a value or Uh a view that we share and so we can talk about it and we can just enjoy that conversation right so even in the context of what we've been discussing so far about mental and intellectual intimacy is not always a a invitation for us to disagree right that's not a caveat for it right what this common values is talking about is the actual areas where we do actually agree but we can have those intellectual conversations our stimulating conversations about whatever the subject is so whether it's how you raise your children yep. you know and and our finances are our are what we're going to eat and if you know us we're vegetarians here we agree on that that's a common value that we have together oh that's you so know? good to bring up because mm-hmm. like honestly we can talk about those things too correct and we can have these discussions about like why we choose to do that or what we find like helpful for us and things of that nature so it's just like it's really good conversation for us right absolutely here so we've covered the four c's of intellectual intimacy and i think one thing we should discuss is why do you think it's important for us to have that especially since it's one of your personal favorites well for (laughs) me it's kind of like so for me (laughs) so to get to the physical (laughs) intimacy i i i need more yeah you know, I, I need more. Um, physical touch is not my love language. No. And so it's just kind of like, it, it doesn't, hmm, whoo, how am I going to say it? Because I'm trying to find a, a good... PG way to say it? PG way to say it. Um, I can tell you what I'm thinking. No, I, your thoughts. No, my okay. good. Okay, what is it? Okay, in, in the most PG way possible, before I can... Uh, undress you I would need to be able to undress your mind that was not PG at all that wasn't a PG I didn't that was not PG at all so here's what I'm trying to say (laughs) is that um yes before the physical aspect of intimacy can take place yes I have to be 
aroused mentally. Yes, you do. And I have to, like, there has to be a connection. Because here's the thing. Men and women feel connections differently. Yes. And though uh, the physical part is a connection point for me, it is not the connection I I I feel most. Right. It, it, go ahead. Like it's 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 mentally, it's spiritually. That's Absolutely. how I connect with you. That's how I feel like yes. you know, this is that connection and that allows me then Dude. to enjoy the physical connection. Absolutely. So Yeah, I, when in my research of, of kind of you know when we knew we were going to discuss this um, I found a term that I was not familiar with that I think may apply to you in some way, shape, or form. What is it? Sapiosexual. Ooh. Sapiosexual. If and if I'm if I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, guys, sorry, just go with me. What on does it. that mean? So it's somebody who basically uh, finds intellectual uh, conversations sexually attractive. Oh, or I do. arousing. Oh, I do. Right. You know, so you actually need to have this deep conversation. I can see it working in you. You know, sometimes I'm not getting into it, so don't worry. But just like in our late night conversations, but we yeah. just kind of just have talk. You actually open up well when we just are talking about our day or talking or discussing dreams or whatever. Me. Yeah. It relaxes me. And so, therefore, it allows me to be open to the physical suggestion a Absolutely. lot more. And so it's very important. And I, I am. I'm very attracted to like the conversations that we have and so I, I really enjoy them. Yes. So that might be you too. That you know, yeah, that exactly. might be something that, you know, like, hey, that's how that's, I feel. I enjoy having right. these conversations with someone. You also I, I just wanna say, like as we go through these, identify Correct. Where you stand, like which one is mostly you. Identify which one you lean towards because that's the area that you want to work on increasing in because, you know, Right. Intimacy is so important. Yeah. And then once you identify that, you can now inform your spouse of this so they can know what you need. Because if you don't tell them, then they don't know how to operate in, in that in that vein. So, and it's not just, you know, the women who are like this. Sometimes it may be the guy who really needs that intellectual conversation for even him to open up. So, right. you know, tell each other and work that out and have these, these deep conversations with each other, or these intellectual conversations with each other so you can get to that if that's your goal, yeah, you know, yeah, to yeah, get yeah. to the physical in a sense, then you can have these conversations on, you know, the mind and mentally unlocking that in a sense. And it's important. Mm -hmm. The Very. reason why it's important for me, I'm going to say why it's important for me, mm -hmm. but then like it's important to, to have, to have intellectual intimacy because no one wants to just be in a relationship and all you do is watch TV. Right. Or all you do is have sex or all you do is, you know, a marriage. That's not that's not what no. your marriage should be about. It shouldn't just be only this thing. It should definitely include those things. Of course. Um, not so much the TV part that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like if you enjoy TV. Yes. Of course. Like it should include all all the things that you love. Um, but it shouldn't just be boiled down to this one act or this one thing that you do you want to be able to have simulating conversations um because i i want to here's here's the reason why okay you don't know what i can't tell you what's going to happen in our future yeah I don't know what may happen to me physically throughout the years mm -hmm. or what may happen to you physically. What if the sexual act is something that 
we can't have. And there are some married couples who cannot have yeah, that. that is true. They have to learn to build intimacy in other ways. Correct. So you want to always have other ways that you are intimately or um, sufficient. Yes. You know, so that way you're not like stuck on well, how I do this. Yeah. Or how do we do this now? Correct. You know, so Absolutely. And again, just going back to like what you're saying, how am I or whoever can expect to get to the physical if we don't even talk? You know, we don't even have these conversations to unlock that. Nobody just wants to be that and not have that connection. You have to have both connections, and that's an important one. Yeah. Yeah, so I think um, we can discuss maybe some examples of it. We kind of have gone through it a little bit already, but you can definitely watch TV with each other. And when you do that, now you get to discuss what happened, you know, in a sense or whatever. Like, you know, I don't, like right now, I don't know how many of you are doing it, but we love Marvel. You know, so we love all the Marvel movies and things of that nature. So maybe we watch an episode of One Division that's pretty hot right now and we discuss what's going on and have these conversations and what we think of that. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Not gonna go on a tangent, <laughs> but I am just finally glad that they are moving things along. It started off real slow, but here we are. It's going. But see, I told you from the beginning, they're starting slow, but it's more to it. Now, if you haven't seen it, don't worry about it. We're going on a tangent. But again, when we do these, we just talk to each other. But you can just have these discussions. And again, we talked about Batman a lot. So you can talk about maybe like who played the Joker the best. You know, what, what was fun about that? Why you really enjoy romantic comedies and what do you like about them and things of that nature. You can have discussions about these things. Absolutely. Yeah, you can read books together and tell each other your thoughts, you know. These are oh, different yeah. examples of like, it. Like, read a book together. That's so good. Like, um, well, Darren's, like, reading a whole bunch of books. Yes, and, I am. <laughs> but, like, I love when he discusses with me something that he found um, extremely important or, like, a good note or something out of a book. I love that when he shares that with me because then it allows me to then start uh, speaking about it and then... Um, we get to communicate different thoughts on maybe even just one sentence. Like, what does that even mean? Or right. like, how do you view it this, you know, do you view it that way? And so it's so important. And I, and I actually really, really enjoy that. Yeah, it actually get uh, it allows you to kind of see the inside of how your spouse thinks and how their mind works, which I think is actually pretty fascinating if you care about that type of stuff. And you should, you should. care about how your spouse thinks and how, you know, their mind works you know, so if, if I'm reading a book and I say, hey, this really resonated with me and I start talking to her about it, she gets to open up and see, OK, when he's reading, this is what stands out to him. This is what he, you know, keys in on and things of that nature. And I get to do the same thing with her because she reads a lot, too, or she reads an article or she'll listen to a podcast and she gets to tell me about it and it starts to help me out or we'll, whatever it is. You know, we, we definitely want to be able to see how your your mind works. I love the way her the way she thinks. I love how oh, she thanks, thinks. Babe and how her mind registers things in a way that I never would have even considered. But oh, that's pretty cool to think that way. So, yeah. yeah. So I think we can discuss how should we increase, um, you know, intimacy. I don't know if you have anything that you want to add to how to increase it. Well, those, are, I mean, really, you said yeah. a lot of stuff on how to increase it. And it's really just getting back to getting to know each other. Mm -hmm. You know, because, like, I feel like, you know, once you get married and everything, you, you kind of get in a rhythm because, well, I know, you know how I like my oatmeal. 
Yeah, so you, you mm -hmm. prepare my oatmeal the way that you know I like it. Um, or, you know, I, um, I don't like to get out of the bed when it's cold. So when you get up in the morning, because he always wakes up before me, and if he gets up in the morning, he'll cut the heat up because yeah. I don't like to be cold. Yes. So it's just kind of like those things. But I also feel like sometimes what we tend to do mm -hmm. is um, we get in those rhythms with the intimacy part too. Yeah. And so we stop building on it, but you have mm. to continue to get what the same, okay, the same things and, and okay, this is gonna go, we'll, we'll probably, I'll tap, I'll tap on it just okay. a little bit. The same things that interested me when I was 17 years old uh -huh. and we were dating are not going to interest me now that yeah. I'm 36. Right. You know, the same way we used to talk uh -huh. um, about our life and how bad it was and we were college kids, you know, <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> that's yeah. not going to be the same way we talk about life now. So you have to evolve yeah. in how you approach um, intimacy and especially uh, when you're talking about stimulating the mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you just kind of continue to go and spark those different discussions that you have, even if they're different, you just continue to go forth. And, I, and we've said this so many times, it, it just, it fits here as well. You, you do it on purpose. Be very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Intentional. intentional. Yeah. Be very <laughs> intentional yeah. on doing it. So, you know, and she knows this. I, I, I have not always been great at this. Sometimes she's like, oh, talk to me. And I'm like, oh, I freeze up. Okay, crap. I don't know what to talk to you about because <laughs> uh, I've been talking all day and, and that put me on the spot. But maybe be intentional about it and think about it before I we get together. Maybe I should have a topic that I want to discuss. Yeah. And then to see where it goes. That is okay to play. Please Absolutely. don't let people or experts <laughs> tell you that you just need to be spontaneous about everything Not and everything. like you need to plan some things <laughs> some things can and be if you need to plan a conversation with your spouse write that bad boy out like mm -hmm. um we're going to talk about this google it yes. what are some interesting topics that right. we can discuss with our spouses i mean just just get that planned because you know if you don't plan you pretty much playing in the fail. Exactly, you do, <laughs> so you have to think about these things. So, absolutely. And, you know, just, that's, that. I don't know, that may be it. <laughs> yeah, because I think that it's important for us to do that. We discussed how you can increase it, and mm -hmm. honestly, it's just you being intentional, you um, mm -hmm. taking the time to see where you are. Yes. You gotta see where you are. You got to know where you are. Yes. After this podcast, go talk with your spouse and see where you are. Like, yeah. how's our conversations? Absolutely. And I, I mean, literally, do a checkup. I used to do That's a checkup. That's really good. Like, I, I do checkups, you know, with Darren, and I do them, you know, about our sex life. I do them about, like, hey, how how's how am I cleaning? Mm -hmm. How how's it going? Do you do you need me to do more right. of this or more of that? You need to do a checkup. How's our conversation? Yeah. How am I stimulating your mind? You yeah. Know, am, am I, I stimulating? Am I right? Am I stimulating your mind? I mean, do you enjoy talking with me? Absolutely. Which I'm, some of you ask me sometimes too. I'm like, of course I do. Just because I don't know what to say sometimes. <laughs> That's I mean, I don't, but I do. And plan your conversations yes. if you need to do Absolutely. do it. And um, as always, oh, go ahead. It's very very important. And, of course, you can always pray about it as well. Ask God for ideas and to open up and help you to be able to stimulate each other's minds and things of that nature because God will help you. That is also key to all of what we're saying as well. 
it's key to everything. everything. When, we, when we're talking about intimacy, God should be your first resource for any. Like well, we're gonna give you like uh, like if you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, we're gonna give you like some facts that we find, some research information yes. and things. But ultimately, God is your resource. Yes, He is. He He can really help you, and He and He will even direct you. Correct to an outside resource if it's needed. Absolutely, because he's your source for all things. Absolutely. Yeah, so women, I feel like there may be a lot of women who are intellectually leaning towards intellectual intimacy. Uh, you might be right. And <laughs> I just want to encourage you to continue to talk, maybe have a conversation with your spouse if this is you, That's men good. or women, if this is you, and let them know like, hey, this is an area that I feel like I lean more towards. Yes. And I feel like this is an area that's not being fully met. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe that we can do it. Yes. And let's talk it out. Let's gotcha. see how we can do and, it. And if you're married to a spouse and intellectual and mental uh, intimacy is one of their key things, then you got to be open to it. You know, open to either, you know, doing what you, what you need to do to make sure your spouse is getting what they need in that area. And pray about it, research it, listen to this podcast again, whatever you have to do, but make sure that you take it seriously and don't neglect um, your spouse in that area. You want to make sure you're filling that bucket up as well. That's so good. Awesome. So I think that's going to do it for us today, guys. Let us pray for you and we'll let you get back to your day. But thank you so much for joining us. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to speak to your people, Lord God. Yes, God. We know it is your will that all married couples have intellectual and mental intimacy within their relationship and their marriage, Lord God. So I pray that you bless all those who are listening, Lord, uh, with ways uh, to increase uh, their that's their um, intimacy in that area, Lord, intellectually and uh, um, and mentally as well, Lord God. So we love you so much. We thank you so much, Lord, for this in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Until next God, time, guys. See ya. Bye.